interview so let's have a look at the resume part now when when i discuss about the resume portion we all have made a lot of drafts of resume and all we uh, consult a lot of relatives the ones educated working in good positions and all as to go through our resume and recommend what to do and then you know our professors uh, teachers and all we go we 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 approach a lot of people and try to ask them ki mera resume mein uh, you know i have this issue how should i go about it and in all probability you're going to get 10 different answers from 10 different people about the same thing like when you ask them a question say suppose should i mention hobbies in my resume or not there will be five people saying ki you should mention there will be five people mentioning that you should not mention your hobbies in your resume so i am not going to be i, I cannot vouch for what i'm saying is the accurate one because there is no accurate format it's not a 2 plus 2 where i can say that what i'm saying is the you know the right way of putting in a resume but what i have learned from my experience because i was cre- uh, uh, you know preparing my resume for article ship for jobs and all so what i learned was there will be 20 people with 20 opinions the decision as to what you need to do in the resume is going to be yours so you need to decide how you are going to prepare your resume because there will be n number of people n number of websites giving n different opinions on the same thing what i will try to do for you is i will try to justify every single point i make if you agree with my justification you follow what i'm saying if you do not agree with my justification for a particular point you're more than welcome to follow what you think is right so there is no right way or wrong way because we feel very underconfident when we are preparing a resume because you know we are we just applying we just entering that phase we don't want to lose out on an opportunity so it's very you feel very skeptical you're very skeptical when you're preparing your resume for the first time so i understand that bit uh, 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 you know really well so that's what i'm saying that everybody has is going through the same phase so uh, don't get very agitated and to make a good resume is going to take you at least 7 to 10 days it does take 7 to 10 days people think that a work document banana hai i just have to create a word document it is going to take hardly half an hour 40 minutes i'll make a word document resume is going to be ready and i'll be able to use it it does not happen that way so don't take it lightly it takes you a week or uh, 10 days because you're going to be mailing the resumes to multiple people they'll give their feedback then you'll have to edit according to the feedback then send into that and then again you send it to us a second person and then he changes the again the same thing which you already rectified so it's a very continual process a very irritating process also at times so you're going to take a lot of time you need 7 to 10 days to create a good resume that is why when i'm talking to students who are yet to create like say for example ca final students who are yet to have their results out i tell them not to wait for the results to be out but prepare prepare your resume for your gdpi etc start doing that because the moment your result is out you need to fill in a blank wherein you've not put in your scores and immediately hit the button to you know send your resume to multiple people and don't start preparing a resume and finding out whom to send after your ca result cfa result whatever result is out don't wait until that time already have acha ha i need to apply through this person this relative works over there this person works over there this friend works over there so already have your sources listed okay this place mein this person is going to be applying so have that list of people on pen and paper because you forget you will forget there are so many people to apply to so many companies right so have a list of people ready with their email ids and all and have your resume ready before the result is out you cannot wait for the result because otherwise you are already delaying it by 10 days the process gets delayed by 10 days if you start after the results are out so you cannot do that so everybody keeps on making a a, a rough draft of their resume on a very regular basis so what i would recommend is invest those 7 8 10 days not that you have to spend 8 hours a day but it will take 8 to 10 days for people to you know 
uh, approve of your resume, give you suggestions, get a formal draft ready, make a very good resume uh, for the first time because then what happens is you just keep on updating it. You have to continually keep on updating your resume and if you're not updating your resume, you're going somewhere wrong because if you're not updating, you're not growing. If you're not growing, don't ask for a salary raise. So your resume needs to be updated. If you're not updating, that means you're being lethargic. You're not doing anything to enhance your resume. So the resume needs an update. My resume needs an update every six months or four months or something. So I make sure that my resume needs to be updated on a regular basis. So have a very, very well prepared resume in the first instance itself. So there are a few tips I'll give you and then we'll get into a lot of rules and all and I'll try to give you every single uh, justification for every single point that I'm going to discuss. So when we're talking about the resume management jargons and Greek language and complications are not needed. Now the first thumb rule I'll tell you, I think you will all agree with me, a person when you're applying for a job or something, a person is not going to be looking at your resume for more than 15 to 20 or 25, 30 seconds at the max. 30 seconds at the max for which you have prepared for 10 days your your you know 25 30 35 40 years of qualification and you know your hard work and the person who's interviewing you is not even going to give a 30 second uh, uh, glance to your resume so it's going to be hardly 15 20 25 maximum seconds that the person is going to be looking at the resume so you need to give out all the details everything in those 15 20 seconds so whatever, whoever is reviewing your profile, he needs to be reviewing, he needs to be getting that information. Whatever information in the first 15-20 seconds he'll get from reading your resume is based on which he's going to be uh, either selecting you, calling you for an interview or not calling you for an interview. So if I fill up my resume with a lot of nonsense rubbish, you know, he'll, he'll probably spend 15-20 seconds, 30 seconds reading the nonsense based on which he's not going to call me. So I need to have my resume so crisp that within 15 to 20 seconds, I need to convey the maximum possible information. Suppose I'm going to give you 15 seconds and within which you need to convince me to call you for an interview. So what data will you give me? What uh, attributes or what qualification or what qualities about yourself are you going to tell me? Are you going to tell me your father's name, address and all key based on my address, based on my father's name, based on uh, class 2 ka 1 uh, certificate that I got, based on that, should I call you for an interview? No, right? So in those 15, 20, 25 seconds, whatever information you can provide to the uh, person who's reviewing your profile, you're reviewing your resume, you need to give, make your prepare your resume in that manner. That's the first thing. That's a basic thing that you need to understand because we like, uh, uh, we want to put in things like say, for example, I got something in class five, which was very, it was, you know, the best student of junior section or something. That's something very important to me, but the interview is not going to give a crap about it. So I cannot include that even though I want to. Personally, I want to. I might as well leave out one degree and probably include that in my profile. But I cannot do that. I cannot do that. Because that might be important to me, but it's not important to the person who is going to hire me. So you need to give that information which is going to be very much required and very much applicable for that person. Now, I'll have, I have multiple versions of my resume as well. When I'm applying as a corporate trainer, in my work experience, I'll give four lines to corporate training assignments and maybe only a couple of lines to the visiting faculty part. But when I'm applying as a teaching profession, as a visiting faculty in a college or something, I'll probably expand that teaching experience portion over there. So maybe you can, it's not that I'm not misguiding anybody, just that I'm choosing to give more emphasis and less emphasis to certain parts of my resume. Because till now my resume is just a one page resume. Because it's better to keep it one page. 
and I see people one page resume and then there's a quarter of a page, one third of a page. That is really, really ridiculous. Until unless you have four, five, six years of experience, your resume should stick to a one page resume. It's better that way. Because again, 15, 20, 30 seconds as I told you. So, and if I can fit in my stuff in one page resume, I think it's not that difficult also to fit in everything in a one page resume. And I have to delete things. Like if I added something, uh, just a few days back, I was updating my resume. I added a couple of things, but then I had to delete two lines because otherwise, how do I add? I have, if I have to add something, I have to delete something because I have that one page available. So it's not necessary to show everything that you have done. But yeah, we need to scale up. So anyways, so management jargons and Greek language is not required because you need, you, you are not supposed to be testing the HR's English or the manager's English. Don't irritate him. Don't make him take that extra five seconds to comprehend what you're writing. Because if you're writing in a complicated manner, he'll take five seconds to interpret that. And we don't want him to do that. We want him to understand our qualities. 15 seconds may I want him to understand 100 of my qualities so that he hires me. He calls me for an interview. Garnish your resume, your CV well. CV is a little incorrect. So try to keep it very simple and not flashy. It needs to look very professional. Uh, I'll discuss exactly what are the wrong uh, uh, portions. It has only black and white colors. You can add one more color. Of course, we are not adding orange, pink, yellow, green, all those weird colors over there. What you can do is maybe a shade of blue or something in order to just make your resume look good. I'll show you a sample resume and I'll tell you where we can add a color. Maybe a single color apart from black and white may be added. But of course, it needs to be a very okay kind of a color that, that does not strike out that badly. It needs to be very crisp, smart and, and try to occupy minimum space on the page where your personal details go. So I'll show you a sample resume that we need to have minimum uh, a space to be occupied with our personal details. Do not copy paste a fancy quote from the internet. That's, that's a very big... Uh, uh, you could call it a turn off for an HR when he is reading your resume. Uh, I see people, career goals, you'll Google up career goals, you'll find out there are 20 options, you'll take one, you'll copy that, paste it on a resume and don't think the HR is a fool because he's been going through the resumes on a very regular basis. So when you're giving a career goal, which is a copy pasted, people understand. And please do not make the mistake of thinking that the person who's going to interview is dumb and you are smarter than him and you're going to outsmart him. Don't think of that. I have a friend who's like, uh, you know, MBA graduates and all, keep, I'll, I'll, I'll fake some stuff on my resume and I'll convince the interviewer on that. First of all, when you're lying, your body language says it. Your confidence level automatically goes down. If I start lying about things on my resume, the confidence level of my interview is going to go down. So try not to lie. The, if, if you still are adamant that, you know, I need to do something about my resume, the, the maximum that you can do is exaggerate a little bit. Exaggerate. That's still okay. But don't blatantly lie about anything in the resume. It, it's, uh, you'll not be able to pull it off. No matter how good an actor you are, you'll not be able to. Because the other person, the interview will understand, you know, the, uh, with, through your body language. And your confidence level goes down. Your confidence level immediately goes down. So don't do that. Why that particular thing is an achievement? So when you're putting in something as an achievement, why do you think it is an achievement? Like maybe uh, participation in an elocution contest in class uh, uh, 12, suppose. Participation in an elocution, do you think it's an achievement? Now say for example, if someone questions, like elocution, if someone is questioning, maybe I'm, I used to stammer and I had a problem of being an introvert or something and therefore putting in elocution is an achievement, then I'll be able to justify in the interview. But 
normally if i put that you know that that i had an education and i participated in that it's not an achievement then so if whatever you are putting in your resume why is it an achievement you need to look at that maximum interview might revolve around your achievement and work history your work experience is going to be a very very important part for freshers of course it's not going to be an important part because you don't have much about it but uh, your work experience and your achievements is more focused on than your technical skills because if they want to test your technical skills they are going to be doing a written test for that instead of wasting time on an interview they're not your interview 20 30% of the interview might be technical it also depends on the kind of job profile that you're looking forward to so it'll depend on that so when you're talking about the career history or experience mention very clearly the time frame that you were associated with the company so when you're mentioning work experience you can't just mention company x company y company z you need to mention for every single company that you worked in as to what time to what time you're working in that company because the tenure is very important the job role and responsibilities is very important because ultimately if i am hiring someone i want to see that what has he learned in the previous job how is it going to make my life easier if you are a part of my team how does it make my life my work easier that is what i'm going to be looking at so i need to understand what was your role and responsibility in your previous profile so that needs to be there avoid writing at length try to keep the content very crisp and short hobbies and all safe bet to bracket them as interest areas but i would suggest please do not put your hobbies on your resume because if you have too much of blank place in your resume and you'd have to put in something because obviously you can't even give a half a page resume so if you don't have much to put in and then you have to put in hobbies then it's still okay but we'll 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 discuss how to put in the hobbies part be specific when you're writing hobbies i'll discuss that part say for example reading fiction of a particular genre just reading is my hobbies reading driving etc it sounds very um uh, informal so if you're writing reading right reading in the mystery genre like reading fiction so at least put in some specific details about your hobbies music what kind of music listening playing what so you need to put in little more details let's get to the proper details about your resume these things are going to be very important so always send your resume in a pdf format i see so many people sending resumes to me in a word document format now the problem is if your word version the ms word is 2010 and minus 2016 it will probably not open up well and it might be having very distorted formatting the formatting will go haywire that is going to be a problem the second problem that happens is now say for example i am using i have prepared a resume using a particular shade of blue and when i send you that resume and when you switch on that resume maybe your monitor or your computer pc screen laptop screen has a little nowadays that problem is not there because everybody is using very good screen quality but earlier this problem used to be there the color shade used to be a little different small differences small things matter a lot and especially when i'm opening say for example you mail me the resume and i'm opening it on my phone when you're opening in the word document it the the whole formatting will go uh, will uh, get distorted but if you're sending in a pdf the way it is shown exactly the same way it is going to show up on your phone and most of the documents i'm accessing on my phone most of the times so i cannot open your resume in a word document on my phone don't you think most of us are accessing our mails and all on the go uh, while while using our cell phones the third problem that happens is when you're printing out the resume it will print uh, the print might might uh, go a little distorted the formatting gets gets haphazard when you're printing out a word document because i'm using 2016 version when i send uh, the document to someone who's using a 2010 version and he prints the resume it goes a little uh, uh, up and down and then the margins and all those issues you understand because everybody will have different print settings so maybe you sent a one page resume but what will happen when the other person is printing it out it will be printed in two pages 
So always send your resume in PDF format. Please, that's like very basic thing. Please never send your resume in a Word document format. The file name should be your name and should not contain the word CV, but it should contain the word resume. Why am I asking your file name should be uh, uh, the, the file name should be your name? The reason being because what we do is final draft. Your resume's name will be draft one. Bracket me within the brackets you'll have five because that's the fifth version you're saving. 2016, 2017, mentioning 2017 or something is still fine. Mentioning 2017 is still fine. But I would suggest first name, space, second name, underscore, resume. So basically, it's easier when the HR is also saving because it's, it'll be easier for him or her to find your resume if it is saved in your name. Because when we are opening the document, at times we save the document and then open it. So it'll be easier for the person to notify also. Final draft, first draft, second draft, final, underscore final. Please don't do that. You don't need to tell him. Of course, you are sending the final draft to that person. So please don't name your resume with final. Don't do that. It should be your name, uh, underscore, resume. Right? Please, and it's resume. CV is curriculum with a, and that is actually standing for a much detailed version of your academic and professional qualification and experience. A CV is generally going to be seven, eight pages long. A resume is a shorter version of CV. So what we actually send in a page or two is actually resume and not CV. So when you're sending resume, I see everybody, and one more thing, you write CV, curriculum with them, everybody wants to spell it out uh, properly, and they'll put that in bold on the top. You don't have to do that, come on. You don't have to put, you need to put your name at the top of your resume, and you don't have to write resume on the re in the resume. You don't have to do that. They know that it's, it's, your, it's your profile. So saving the name that way, it's important. Please make a very good LinkedIn profile. It's very, very important to connect on a professional network. In your LinkedIn profile, please do not have your display picture as an informal picture. Please do not do that. I see people playing a football or something like that. They'll put an image like that. Put an image in your LinkedIn profile which has got something to do with your, profi your profession. Say, for example, if you're a consultant and like, say, for example, if I take an image of mine, uh, maybe holding a uh, slide changer or something in front of the projector, that is still okay because at least that's giving a communicating my profession in a way. So the profile picture need not be a very smiling and very, it need not be candid, please. No candid profile pictures for your LinkedIn. So have a professional picture for your LinkedIn. LinkedIn profile needs to be very, very good. It needs to be 100% updated. And it's very important that you're connecting with all your friends, all your teachers, all the people you're interacting in office. When I was leaving my job, I made it a point that I connected with every single person I interacted in the, in the office over LinkedIn. It's possible they might shift to another organization. What if I want to shift over there? Today, your friends are not working. They're studying along with you. Tomorrow, your friends start working. They will be in different companies. Don't you think it's important that you're updated about where they are working? You want to be updated about their personal life and you'll be following Facebook totally. But don't you think it's more important to be updated about their professional profile and updates about that? So it's very important that you're connected with your friends on LinkedIn. And I'm telling you, do not take your LinkedIn profiles lightly. Have a very good profile with every single detail updated and the English and the language. Because I see people updating, you know, Facebook samaj ke Facebook ki update karte the LinkedIn ko. They'll update LinkedIn, you know, in a very casual manner. Don't do that. I have gotten a good number of corporate trainings and consulting work through LinkedIn. There are people who approach via LinkedIn. It's a professional networking site. 
and it's very important that you have a very good crisp profile and i'm telling you please make sure that your linkedin profile ke liye you ask your friends to review friends or someone some colleagues or someone to actually check that how is your profile looking when they are accessing it right so have a very good linkedin profile it's exceptionally important i'm telling you it's a very important tool which a lot of hrs are nowadays using in order to find candidates because it's cheaper it's at times you know it's cheaper to find candidates via linkedin so have a very impeccable profile very seriously very formally made and on a very regular basis you need to update if there's anything that has happened any credential that has been added you need to update your linkedin profile immediately don't let it be outdated right do not use your residential address now why do i say that first of all 15 20 30 seconds you need to communicate all the information to the reviewer to whoever is going through your profile do you think the person is ever going to be communicating you via a chitthi via a post a letter he's always going to be emailing you so how does it matter as to where are you residing what is your location what is your uh, residential address right so residential address is not going to matter on your resume at all and nowadays most of the people are very okay with commuting also with relocating also sorry so and that is going to be a question which the hr is anyways going to ask that whether you are comfortable relocating to another location or not so it's not a good idea to give a residential location and also it kinds of kind of shows a restriction okay this person is located over here let's say kolkata so will he be commuting he will he be wanting to come to bangalore or not or maybe if i have to ask him to come to bangalore i'll have to give him the uh, you know transportation and all those uh, compensation and all so why put in my residential address i'll never do that because the person is never going to communicate to me via post it's always going to be email uh, going to be through email so it makes no sense you know making the person wasting 2 3 seconds on the res- uh, on the address so i never give the address and that's the reason for it so whether you want to give your residential address or not is up to you but that's my reason of not giving the residential address on the resume mention your phone number and email id and please do not have a cool underscore rocking underscore and uh, a sweet simran and all those please don't do that please don't do that it's really ridiculous to have those uh, uh, those kind of mail ids have a professional mail id and it's it's of course it's impo- uh, it's it's possible that you'll not get the mail id as per your name exactly in that case generally people what they do is they include the ddmm part of their birth date don't try to don't include the yy part because today your age might not matter to you but tomorrow you might not want people to understand your age from your email id so preferred to have ddmm mm of your uh, birth date or any other way but it should not be unprofessional a lot of people also attach their college name alma mater in 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 their resume like if someone is from an iim abc or something they would want that their name and then an iima@gmail.com or something it's possible it's, it's it's fine if you do it that's okay but don't have a funny email id that's very unprofessional and don't have a very long email ids also it's it's little irritating for the other person to type so try to have a short crisp decent mail id the next one is going to be you need not include your father's name because you're not taking getting a job on the basis of any recommendation or a sifarish or something so your father's name is not going to be important when you're applying for a job irrespective of your father's name your job is going to be based on your credentials and your ability so including father's name mother's name and languages known and all does not make sense to be very honest languages known is going to make sense in case you know something apart from let's say if you're stay if i'm staying in bengal english hindi marwari and bengali is expected because marwari being my mother tongue bengali being the state i'm living in and english hindi because they're the most commonly used languages we communicate in 
so in that case i am i don't have any extra great language uh, skills over here because i've not learned anything extra so please do not uh, you know put in languages in case you don't know an extra language if you know chinese and you're applying to a company wherein maybe they have a lot of chinese exporting importing and all whatever work going on great please mention but otherwise mentioning english hindi bengali marathi is going to be ridiculous i mean there's there's nothing that's not an achievement that's not the basis on which i'll get a job so that does not make sense to be included now the other question that i get very often is cover letter do you want your cover letter may be a part of your mail body itself and respected sir is outdated please don't write respected sir you don't mention you don't address someone that way when i address i also write hi comma and then the next line my letter starts it's fine hi or hello hello is even better and generally what you need to do for your resume and all is dear sir and also i would suggest what i personally do and i would suggest is dear space sir slash mad ma'am and ma'am is not m a m m a apostrophe a m please don't misspell something and resume don't you dare make a mistake a spelling mistake on your resume or a grammatical error i mean one page and that is also not uh, you know accurate of course it's it's i mean i would never hire a person who's making a mistake on a resume never ever would i even consider the profile if someone has a typing error has a has a uh, spelling mistake on the resume i would never do that so you cannot have your resume and what happens is when you're preparing your resume because you've read the same thing 10 times even if there is a mistake you'll not be able to spot it that is why it's very important that you have your resume proofread by 20 other people five other people seven other people because when i'm reading i've made the resume i'm reading the same thing again and again so even the mistake seems to be okay because you're rereading it so many times so that is why you will not be able to spot the mistake that easily so show it to other people so that they can spot the mistake very easily so cover letter so it's going to be dear sir and not respected sir that's one now cover letter what happens is lot of people give the resume separately and there is going to be a cover letter separately and there'll be two pdfs please do no word documents there'll be two pdfs one for the resume and one for the cover letter so do not put your cover letter do not have a i would recommend personally i would recommend do not have another pdf for your cover letter because see when you're sending a resume i will read the mail body then i will read a cover letter wherein you're just flattering me probably dear sir i would want to be in your esteemed institution and god knows what so it's going to be quite a redundant information to be very honest so no does not make sense to have a cover letter that way you know i'm applying for this this position yeah in case you have a specific position that you're applying for maybe a cover letter is justified in that case that there is an opening in this department and this because that is not included in your resume you know i we uh, i have heard uh, that my friend told me of this and so and so person in your company has informed me that there is a so and so opening in your company in this profile and i would like to apply for the same so that is a different a uh, question and then the cover letter is justified even then my personal recommendation would be that do not use a cover letter the reason being that whatever you are going to be mentioning in the mail body that is more or less what you are going to be putting in the cover letter it becomes redundant stuff the person who is receiving your mail he will have to open two pdfs and has to go through the nonsense you've written in the mail body so the guy gets irritated even more he has to see three places one is a mail body cover letter pdf and resume pdf don't you think i will make his life easier if i put the cover letter in the mail body itself so that is why i personally recommend not to include a cover letter unless until you know the website is mentioning of the company that you need to send in the resume along with a cover letter then you can't argue you have to give a separate cover letter 
so what do you put in the male body that's the next question in that case so when i'm looking at a male body uh, the male body the email which i'm sending in that body what i write is dear sir comma in the next line now what i do is earlier what i used to do is that i'm a graduate from xavier's college uh, and uh, comma and i have done this is his designation i have experience in cane india earlier and i have also uh, i'm also into a corporate training uh, in these these companies visiting faculty in these these a very short resume a very short profile like maybe four to five lines four lines one line is for my degree one line is for my expert two three lines two lines for my experience and please find my resume attached looking forward to a positive response thank you thanks and regards is what i use thanks and regards name number and the attachment is there that's all that i do in the cover letter if it is a specific profile in that case say for example i'm applying for a visiting faculty in that case i wish to apply as a uh, uh, what i do is in the subject line uh, resume colon space visiting faculty so i don't even have to give that in the straight line and the person knows if he wants to open my uh, my mail he may open if he does not want he can skip that also and please don't don't send a mail without the subject in the mail please don't do that so make sure that the subject line in the mail is given resume colon space uh just that much is okay resume and a colon that's also okay or in case you have some profile finance profile or something whatever you want to mention that is what goes in the subject line and try to keep your cover letter crisp so that the person that 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 cover letter needs to be in 10 seconds whatever about whatever points in your resume which you want the person to read in two three lines so just very quick brief about you and in case there is a particular profile i wish to apply for this in this position in your company as i have heard there is an opening or whatever the way you want to put it so put your cover letter in your resume itself and please don't make more than 3 4 lines about yourself and more than 3 4 lines about uh, two lines more than two lines about uh, you know what you are intending to do because nobody wants to read so much nobody's got the time try to understand that uh writing the name in the subject line might not be a good idea might be a good idea in case your email id is sufficient in that case you might not need to you might not uh, uh, you may not put your uh, name in the subject line and in case your email id is not communicating your name properly in that case you can put resume colon space and then your name and even otherwise your resume the attachment has got your name so it's not going to be a problem anyways next part is do not copy paste career objective and you may also skip the career objective altogether now say for example your resume is not like your resume is not have does not have that much space that it can incorporate a career objective excuse me excuse me say for example my resume does not, my my resume does not have enough space that i can have a two line ka career objective or a four line for career objective i might skip it it's okay there's no problem with it if you want to include a career objective it needs to resonate with the company you apply because it gets very difficult because maybe the career objective which i'll have when i'm applying for a training firm or an xyz firm a manufacturing company i'm applying a service company i'm applying a chartered accountants accountancy practicing firm when i'm applying when i'm applying to an mnc it might be a different career objective that i have to probably write in order to get their attention and a lot of times career objective is something that people might not even look at when they are calling you for an interview when you are called for an interview the career objective might not be an important part but on the interview table the career objective is going to be very important and especially if you've given something high five they might question you on that and don't try to do not do a copy paste because the moment it is a copy paste people can understand don't make the mistake of thinking that the interview is stupid lot of people make this assumption ki interview ko bewakuf banayenge and job le lenge so don't go with that assumption that's a very wrong assumption to carry 
So uh, career objective, in case you do not have a space, leave it. If you have space, there is no harm in putting the career objective in a very simple English. It's not about your vocabulary. It's not about your vocabulary. It is about what actually you intend to do. If you have something good, if you can think of something good, like, you know, your career objective should be something that is highlighting your five-year, ten-year objective. So if you have something of that kind, then you mention, otherwise you don't mention. You can skip career objective. Please use a good font type. Uh, Calibri, Garment, etc. are good ones. Decent size, 11 to 12. Uh, you can actually go down to 10 also. 10 is also a pretty decent size. And one may use one color other than black and white for shading, like a gray or a dark blue or a light blue or something, which is not very flashy. I'll show you a sample resume. So to shade the background or something, you might use another third color, but that needs to be something like a gray or a dark blue or a light blue or something, which is not flashy, which is not, you know, uh, uh, which is not very eye catching or something it needs to be a little dull it needs to actually be a little dull so you cannot you can use just one more extra color please do not use uh, red and all to highlight any word also you're not supposed to be using red to highlight a word take a print and see if the colors and shading are fine in the print form that is also very important now say for example i've shaded my uh, resume it's looking brilliant on the screen but when i print it out Save and try to take out, even if it is a color you've used, a blue color or something, take out the same resumes print out in the black and white format also. Because when you're sending the resume to someone, what if they're not going to be checking on the uh, on the laptops, on the computers? What if they're going to be taking out the printouts of all the resume and then going through it? And what if your shaded area is not turning out to be very well when you're printing it out? It's not coming out well. And what if it's, if it's printed in the black and white, which is most of the companies will be doing, they will not be printing your resumes in color format. So when your colored resume is printed in the black and white version, is it giving out the right details? Is it being printed well or not? Like suppose on a blue background, I print something in black. It might be okay on the screen, but when I'm talking about a printout, it's not going to be okay. So you need to look into that also. I, I know it's very small things, but try to understand it's just a one-time hard work and then you're going to be using the same resume over and over again. You have to do all these things. You don't have an option. And it's very small things, but these things matter. Don't irritate the person. Make the person's work easy who's trying to hire you. Right? If you irritate him right now, what, is, what are you going to do when you're getting hired? So don't irritate the person. Make his life easy when he's going through your resume. Right? You may want to skip hobbies. You should definitely not mention your strengths and weaknesses. So now what happens, a lot of people have seen in their resume, they'll put their uh, strengths and weaknesses also. You're not supposed to be putting strengths and weaknesses on your resume because one, it's going to, it's unnecessary information. And second, because if you're putting your strengths and weaknesses on the resume, the person is bound to be questioning you on that. And weakness, why should I show my weakness? If he's going to ask me a question in the interview, then I will talk about my weakness. Na? Why should I give it from the very beginning that these are my weaknesses? So strengths and only giving strengths is of course not going to work. So do not do not give strengths and weaknesses on your resume. It's not a very good idea. It's a topic that needs to be discussed in your personal interview. In the PI section, I'll discuss in more details. But please in the PI also don't tell me that I do not have any weaknesses. Please don't do that. That's also a very bad answer to give. Everybody's got weaknesses. And don't give weaknesses that my weakness is, you know, I'm very punctual or my weakness is perfectionist. So don't give all that rubbish. People are, everybody's prepared with all those kind of answers. So please don't give those rubbish answers. We'll discuss how to go about the strengths and weaknesses portion. But don't give all these answers. Don't try to show that you're like Sati Savitri or something. Or, or you know, that uh, you're some John Cena or someone. So it's not that way. It's not that way. So don't try to portray your, uh, yourself as some huge, super human kind of something over there. So... 
that you know i'm very disciplined i'm very diligent in this and that okay we 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 are supposed to be giving out our the best of ourselves but try to give it and there's going to be a little bit of act also so you have to play it subtly and play it well you need to exaggerate you need to sell yourself agreed but a little subtle tarike se right the next one is going to be a languages to be mentioned we've already discussed and english hindi mother tongue there is no no uh, achievement in that use a simple crisp language and short sentences use very crisp language uh, do not try to you repeat the words you know i stood first i stood first i stood first 20 times not looking good i achieved this i achieved this don't use the word achieved again and again it seems very boastful and all it sounds very small these are very small things and honestly i have spent a lot of time going through the resume and actually preparing my resume also so with a lot of experience i'm telling you all these things uh, your language should be very crisp and short sentences because again the reader needs to get maximum information in those 15 20 seconds if you have a problem you make versions of your resume give it to someone and give them exactly 15 seconds to read and then snatch away the resume from the person and ask him what did you get you will understand what you want to what is what do you want to sell about yourself in those 15 20 seconds so give the resume to someone who's not gone through your resume who does not know about you and ask him to go through it and snatch it away in 15 to 20 seconds and see what are the things that he's retained or what are the things he's gone through and did you want to highlight those things so crisp language short sentences resume is not about your vocabulary it's about communicating your achievements in a subtle in a good way and as much as possible in the shortest uh, in the shortest possible span uh, a common mis- misconception if i do not have a certificate for something i cannot mention it in my resume this is another question which i get very often that i do not have a certificate for some social work i've done in school level or something uh, so i cannot mention in my resume it's not that way if you do not have a certificate you can definitely mention in your resume provided you're able to answer the questions on that because ultimately you're going to be questioned on your resume so will you be able to answer and justify the points written in your resume is going is is what matters with respect to uh writing or not writing it so you do not need to have a certificate for everything that you mention in your resume you uh actually you can provided it is true you can answer the questions in the interview only then you are allowed to use that in the resume the interview is interviewer is going to be smart that is why he is the interviewer so he he will be questioning you you need to be comfortable with whether you'll be able to answer or not so don't put don't brag uh, nonsense stuff or inaccurate stuff on your resume but you don't need a certificate for that for the experience section uh i'll i'll just go through the attached sample and i'll show you how the time frame the company name the time frame as i mentioned the timing for you, for which you worked the company's name the designation at which you're working your responsibilities the kind of work you were doing what you've learned in the job profile needs to be mentioned i'll show you the sample resume because it seems to be so much of data how do i put it in one page so i'll show you a sample as to how we can do that do not use too much bold letters or capital letters capital letter is very ugly to read it is very difficult to read you take more time to read capital letters so that is why i'm requesting you to not use too much of capital letter on your resumes and do not use too much bold because what happens is if every line has got one bold letter because i even i made a first draft of my resume every line i was uh, i i made uh, the college name as bold say for example i got five certificates in five management festivals what i had done was i had bold made the college name bold how does it matter i don't need the bold part needs to be used maybe two three four places maximum in your resume so that it is highlighting those things i don't want him to go through 10 colleges names within 15 seconds 20 seconds what will i do with that 
so don't use too much of bold i see people using one every single line will have one word which is bold don't do that that's that's a little ugly way of presenting your resume please don't do that right it needs to be very catchy the resume should be such that within 30 seconds 20 seconds because you understand the uh, the, the the concentration level is low the attention span is low people don't have time and people are getting hundreds and thousands of resume he needs to get all the information that information which is going to get you a job those qualities of mine needs to be communicated in the 20 30 seconds which is going to actually get me to the interview table therefore very choose choose very carefully as to what you are planning to highlight on your resume everybody with me on this everybody perfectly fine all right just give me one second let me just show you a sample resume i'll take mine itself over here so just a second all right so i'll just give you a sample i'll just give you an idea about it so when you're looking at the resume over here just a moment right so over here so you put in i've just put in my name over here uh male single it's it's an advantage to be single because i can give more hours is actually a little low i might actually leave that outside but uh, single is an advantage because then you don't have to go back home and uh, you know attend the family and and you know have the family obligations and all you can spend in more hours it might sound a little bad when i'm saying this it's not that if you're married you're not getting a job obviously but you know putting in your marital status is something that people generally do on the resume So after you're married, you don't need to put in married. But if you're single, it might be a good idea to put in a comma and a single. Your gender needs to be mentioned, and that's done over there. And that's all the um, personal information that I'm giving. There is no other personal information on my resume. What I have over here is my mail ID, which is no nonsense mail ID. It's an absolutely plain, simple my name at the rate gmail dot com, and the phone number is provided over here. Phone number. It's a good idea to have the country code over here. it's a good it's a formal way of putting in the country code and m colon is working fine it's working fine if i want i can also remove the m and colon because anyways you can see you understand its phone number you don't have to tell the interviewer ki ye phone number hai it's looking like that but it looks decent this way so it's been placed this way over here if i want i could have removed email but i uh, you know you you can actually type email lik kar ke dekhe without the email and with the email you look at the resume you will find this is looking better so a lot of times you have to you know see the resume how it is looking like in both the alternatives so you need to check that then i've got the academic qualifications over here i've got the board and university now i'll tell you very small things very small things now if you notice if you notice if i had if i had done a middle alignment over here icai icai would have been here i would have i would have been starting here c would have cfa would have been starting over here instead what i did was it's all it's all left aligned if you notice just a second um just a minute one second i'd rather duplicate my slide just give me a moment yeah now it's fine so now if you're looking over here i have not given a middle alignment very small things but it's making my resume look very neat and tidy uh, please don't get irritated because i tend to look at very small things i tend to look at very small things very minutely now middle alignment had i done a middle alignment icai would have been this here cfa institute would have been this sensevius college would have been this they would have been starting in a different place but they are starting on every in the same place don't you think it's looking much neater over here it need not be in the margin so what i need to do is i need to just do the indentation on the right side 
so it's it's left alignment but i have indented it on the right side so that it's all starting in the straight line it's looking much much cleaner it's very clean this way then the degrees are over here and see if you notice there are blue lines i have used the grid lines to be blue over here if you notice the grid lines are blue and if you notice this shading is gray and there are two shades of gray i'm using but you will not be able to make out the colors in that way it's not looking ugly it's not standing out that way if you understand what i'm saying cgpa percentage is mentioned over here i want to highlight something i'll put it in a bracket over here so you know your scores and all you can put in your scores and all over here and because i i i just recently deleted i had an academic distinctions portion wherein i was putting in where i stood first where i stood what and how many uh, first quartiles i got and how many above 70% in cfa i got and all so there was a section over here uh, in the previous version but i had to delete that because i don't want to go to a two page resume format right now i don't want to do that i want to stick to the one page resume i had given an nism exam also i have a few modules cleared over there that's not there in my resume because if the person is not going to be hiring me on the hiring me on the basis of this he's definitely not hiring me on the basis of those two three modules that i've appeared for so i want my resume to be a very crisp one page resume do you understand do you see the middle alignment is not there so small things please focus on all these things and i have put in a few things extra that i wanted to mention i've put in over here so this was earlier this this particular was earlier mentioned in uh, the academic qualification and i wanted to show it on my resume and therefore i did that because it's close to the it's in the top 15 ranks so i wanted to show cpt gives only 10 ranks but my score is in the top 15 ranks so that is why i wanted to show this over here so i had to remove the academic qualification what you can do is you can have an academic qualification over here and whatever extra you've done you can put in over here but since it was not fitting in my resume i had to delete that portion there's also one more thing you can put in the year column also the year of graduating that is another column you can add i do not add that column because it gets a little clumsy over here so i tend to leave that column out you can add the year column over here right so these are the things you can mention bcom please don't write b.com it sounds it's it does not seem very nice you can put in bachelors in commerce uh, in full if you want you can do b.com uh, in total also so that is that is this part and it's a one page resume if you see it's a one page resume it's not a double page resume and it's very neatly uh, made out and it's it's a format which uh, i am calcutta and all these people follow so it's a very good format which i got hold of even i had taken the format from a friend of mine and then i edited and tried to make it in in you know that suits my profile and then when you're looking at the work experience if you notice if you notice say for example the company's name is over here the designation is over here the duration is over here and my roles and responsibilities and the profile ka details is over here so do you see all the four things which i ask you to mention is mentioned over here in a very neat crisp manner so the details and over here i could not give the details over here and therefore the details of the tenure is actually mentioned it's very important to mention the tenure for your work so that is being done over here so i have the work experience requirement uh, spread out in this way and over here i'm not using multiple colors i'm just using two different shades of gray over here so it's fine it's it it it's working pretty fine so when i'm looking at the work experience internships i can actually get rid of the internships part i did not notice i can actually get rid of this part so now when i'm looking at the this part now this is what is more important right now because all these four things is what i'm doing simultaneously so these things are mentioned over here so it's 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 in a very short crisp manner that i'm mentioning what i'm doing right now self employed and all these things are there 
the previous one was Kane India. The company's name is there. My designation, management trainee finance is there. October 13 to 14th, uh, to May 14 is here. And the details as to what I used to do, operational uh, efficiency, benchmarking, optimization, etc. is mentioned over here. My previous work is mentioned over here. So that is how I put in this. Extracurricular achievements, activities, honors. Now, I could not afford to have uh, extracurricular activities separately, awards and achievements separately. So I've clubbed it all together over here. And it's actually not looking very ugly. Instead of having the activities or the achievements or the honors separately given, what I've done is I've categorized them into three skills. So basically, even if the interviewer is not going to be going through all this, what he will do is, Achha, literary oratory skills hai, management fest and all is there, community service, matlab, social work is there. So even if he does not go through all this, within 15 seconds, I've communicated the information that the guy is good at talking, the guy is probably okay with the management fest and the guy is also socially active. That's that's my 5-7 seconds. Okay, he's worked uh, a trainer, faculty trainer, uh, consulting. He was working in Kane India as a management trainee earlier. And these are the designation he has. So I have actually given out all the information that I wanted to in the 15-20 seconds that I had. Did you notice? So I, I don't expect the interview to actually go through all this. And if you notice, there's there's just one thing that is bold over here. That's all. Because that's something that I wanted to highlight. So other than that, there's no bold over here. Earlier, in, in a very older version of mine, I was highlighting Simulate, the fest ka naam. Whether it's Simulate or Zavotsav or Threshold or Excalibur, how does it matter the name of the fest? That was a college time ka resume. So that point of time, I was I had every single line, I had a bold letter. This name was a bold letter. But that's, that's not something that's very nice. Do you see how the information is uh, in, and see the amount of information that I have given out in a one page uh, resume, the amount of information that has been uh, 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 portrayed, uh, conveyed over here. Margins are very thin. If you notice, there are very thin margins over here. That is one disadvantage also that I have. Print out my problem. Ho sakta hai. There could be a problem in printing it out, but it's okay. I don't mind. Uh, I mean, I'm okay because I cannot delete more stuff. I've already deleted a lot of things. So, and I want it to be a one-page resume. I, I want, you know, that at least for the next two, three years, I should have a one-page resume. That's, that's better at the moment. So, and see the amount of personal information that I have, the amount of personal information that I've conveyed over here. That's it. Right? So, are you understanding how or what kind of resume you could be preparing? How could you be preparing a very single page resume? And you can definitely use multiple colors. I've used a gray shade that's again black and white, a part of black and white. And there's just this blue. Because when I used these lines in gray color, it was seeming to be a little odd. And when I had the middle alignment, this was looking very weird. It was looking very ugly. And please go for that perfection. It's very important. And since I'm communicating, most of the things might as well use all these ideas. Might as well use all these ideas. You know, these different shaders looking actually good. And if you notice, there's a very thick black line over here. If you notice, there is a thick black line over here. You see the resume without the thick black line, you'll not like it. Very simple. If you also notice, there is going to be a very thin, there are very thin lines over here, if you notice. See, it's not black line, it's very thin gray lines. If you notice, that is a very thin gray, that's a very light line. But now if you notice a resume, you will see that it seems to be there are sections over here. And it does not even stand out. Very small things, very small things. The lines, just look at the shade of the line. Very small things to be noticed. And you see this one. This is where your resume is starting. So it's giving a proper flow to the resume. And when I was using this 
I I made this one as a very dark black line. It was looking ugly because over here it's important because there are two shades of grey. So I need to segregate that part with a thick black line. So it might sound a little childish that I'm going about in these kind of things also, but you have to make a resume only once. This resume I've been using it for last three four years or something. It's just that I need to keep on inserting lines and adding things, deleting things. That's all I'm doing. So make a very 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 nice professional crisp good resume before you start using it. and then you need to keep on updating it and you'll not get a 100% accurate resume but since you have a good sample with you try to build a very nice one uh, in the first go itself